Back on the muster Thursday afternoon, catching up with resident sporting guru here on the program, Nathan Burden out of Invercargill. Good afternoon, Nathan. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? I'm fuming. I'm looking at the stags draw. Let's get straight into this. All the games we're, are on... We're outraged, aren't we? Outraged. We're on outraged. We're going from Graham at Christchurch outraged back in the rugby news days after oh. Canterbury lost the Shield back in 85 outraged, mate. Hey, um... It's just wrong. Southland's got all these Sunday games. They haven't got one game at 7pm on a Saturday. No Friday night games. They've got Wednesday or else everything's Sunday, 2.05pm. Yeah, and it could have been worse. It could have been even worse. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How tone deaf can, the, can New Zealand rugby be? It just defies logic, though, doesn't it? Obviously, yes, they don't rate Southland as a side worth watching. Well, actually, it's probably the only game I watched during the NPC because they're your side. And you will watch them weekly for worse or for poorer or whatever because it's your side. Um, the Otago game's on a Sunday as well. This is just tone deaf. Yeah, and look, it wasn't that long ago that it was fairly well understood across rugby land that the Stags were everyone's second, you know, second team, pretty much. So... Um, so I, I just keep going back to that, that word outrage, and definitely, I guess that, that tone deafness around the Otago Southland game. I mean, that is that is the game. It's one of the great derbies of New Zealand rugby, and to um, to put it out to the to the the nether regions of a, of a Sunday afternoon um, is just is wrong on on so many levels. That I've loved the way that that game has really grown um, over the last few years. I've been to some great um, Otago Southland games in the last few years at Forsyth Bar. Um, I remember one game particularly with Scotty E just went absolutely bananas and we and, and we managed to get the win up there. Um, you know, it's a great occasion. It's, it's awesome having the the uh, the Southland um, University students up there. Um, and it just yeah, it's just a shame to sort of relegate it to a, to the end of the weekend. Uh, why do they do this? Why does the rugby union go like they do, though, when it comes to um, allocating these games? I mean, they're looking at figures from their side of the coin, obviously, for sure. But it's just a kick in the guts to the fan that wants to watch their team. You're, it's a Saturday 4 o'clock game, at least, or 2 o'clock even. How good would that be? Yeah, and I, and I don't remember um, it being this bad before. I, I mean, generally, there'll be a few complaints, and I, and I know... I mean, it's it's not unusual for draws to be delayed and delayed and delayed because they get kicked around like like no one's business uh, while everyone sort of has their says and they they get redrawn. And, and I guess, mate, I, I, I guess it's a, there's a special type of hell where you have to go to actually be put in charge of of creating a draw too. I mean, it must be a pretty thankless task, but um, I'm not. We're, we're definitely not not going to thank them for coming up with this one. What's well, a good news story? I think Liam Coltman, though. Let's get away from that because his little negative vibes are gone now. Um, Liam Coltman, he's finishing up with the Landers and he's going over to over to Europe. And well done to the guy. You can't begrudge him one piece. Yeah, and I've enjoyed Liam Coltman over the years. Um, had a couple of interviews um, with him over that time, and and um, and he just seemed like a really good rooster. Um, pretty pretty humble chap, and um, and I think he's been described as sort of one of those real. Highlanders, sort of Highlanders, and, and I think that's that's a pretty pretty apt description. I reckon he probably eked about as much talent um, out of himself as, as he could. Probably the only the only real criticism would be that he he, he just probably never got that line out throwing quite right, and that that's probably the aspect that that held him back from from getting um, playing even more um, games at a higher level. But yeah, cool. I was I was reading he was a converted prop too, so you know no wonder he sort of probably hadn't played. Um, you know, he hadn't had that internship um, at Hooker either. So, 
I reckon he, he's done he's done pretty well, and he, he never really let the side down. He's been a he's been a good uh, he's been a good Highlander and a, and a good Otago player over the years. Yeah, it's good to see somebody like that can be rewarded later on in their career because he's been a loyal guy. Is he Otago? Is he from Otago originally? From New Plymouth, I believe. Um, and then he was part of the New Zealand uh, under twenties that won the won the world championship in, in 2010. So I think that's sort of how he, he um, I think he initially headed down there, headed down to Otago to, to attend university. But um, I think one time I talked to him, he was working, he was doing like a butcher's apprenticeship out in Moskiel or something like that. So I think that speaks, you know, that speaks to the guy. Um, and, and that beard, I think, was probably, you know, um, was one of the, well, it's one of the great beards of, of New Zealand rugby too. So oh, I think yeah. it sort of speaks to the character of the guy. You get three feeds of soup out of that when time you strained it, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and we talk about the Lambry Union as well, just quickly, mate. The fact that they've made the news this week, and for all the great reasons too, um, they've been a lot more inclusive of women as far as having facilities. Yeah, I think this is a this is a big thing in in, uh, in sport in general, and, it, and it's probably something like twelve months ago, I, I never would have really thought about this, and, and I know like. Uh, uh, New Zealand cricket. There's been some of the um, some of the, the national unions have have really looked to put a lot more money into changing facilities. And I think the more research um, is showing that it's actually having nice uh, facilities that are fit for purpose um, are actually a, a really important part of keeping people in the game. So um, I've got a special place in my heart for the old for the old dump trucks, the old Alambra Union. Although we did all our training up at, um, at up at Opaho, which is a less than optimal place to to, um, to train. Um, but um, so yeah, great to see that they that they they're spending some money and uh, getting their their changing facilities updated and and so that the the woman um, really had something that was a bit more salubrious than being stuck right next to the urinals. Exactly. Um, and just to finish up, Brian, Brian, Brenda McCullum being named Red Bull coach of England cricket team. What do you make of this? Interesting, eh? Like uh, absolutely zero overs of, of Red Bull cricket as a coach. But um, I actually love the call. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, um, a leading cricket nation that's won one of your last seventeen tests, you need to do something different. And hiring Brendan McCullum as your coach is, is certainly uh, certainly fits the mould there. So I think him and Ben Stokes will be a really interesting um, combination. And um, and yeah, I, I just I don't like the fact that it's us who sort of um, who get them first up. Although although maybe if he is going to lead a sea change for England, maybe it is better to get them early th- um, rather than later on. So that'll it'll be really interesting. It adds a adds a fascinating actually element to um to that series that's coming up, doesn't it? Yeah, three test series that starts in a matter of weeks. Gotta go, Nate. Thanks for your time. Lovely. Thanks, mate. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, cause life on the land can be a laughing matter. Brought to us by Beef and Lamb NZ. The first man married a woman from Italy. He told her that she was to do the dishes and house cleaning. It took a couple of days, but on the third day he came home to see a clean house and dishes washed and put away. The second man married a woman from Poland. He gave his wife orders that she was to do all the cleaning, dishes and cooking. The first day, not many results, but the next day he saw it was better and by the third day, house was clean, dishes were done and there was a huge dinner on the table. The third man married a girl from Ireland. He ordered her to keep the house clean, dishes washed, lawn mowed, laundry washed and hot meals on the table for every meal. 
He said the first day he didn't see anything. The second day he didn't see anything. But by the third day, some of the swelling had gone down and he could see a little bit out of his left eye and his arm was healed enough that he could fix himself a sandwich and load the dishwasher. Although he still has some difficulty when he pees. That's the muster for a Thursday done and dusted. Thanks very much for your company. My name's Andy Muir. Thanks to Peter's Genetics. Catch you tomorrow, which is Friday, from 1 o'clock here in Hokanui. Have a great afternoon, Southland.